Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers In, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Been quite a busy week in Faye. Yes. And by week, you mean, like, the last day, because we got a Faye channel to talk about. Uh, New Book 6 is is technically here, although, like doesn't really start until as of this recording i guess it's the seventh not wait no that's tomorrow so you, it, 2 a.m tomorrow is when it starts at the reset today or yeah. tonight but didn't the fate channel have like um december 7th at 11 p.m pacific am i you know what time dates uh it's all over the place really like uh, i i don't know my brain is is a little messed up because the calendar says new heroes starting on the 6th which is technically the 7th active december 6 11 p.m okay maybe my brain was you know what this is a great way to derail the podcast brain let's put a seven where there's actually a six and uh and go from there um but that's fine we'll 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 get through this together uh it's totally me uh my problem (laughs) my brain is just like Let's do this. Um, but let's start with the banners. Let's start with what's going on right now. We have the weekly revival banner 31. Paula and Catria's battle going until the 7th. Heroes with Ardent Sacrifice going to the 8th. Legendary Eitri and Mythic Thor going until the 13th. And Double Special Heroes running until the 20th. And uh, yeah, if, if you're looking for the new Book 6 banner, it has not started as of this recording. But that will start tomorrow and uh, we'll be going over all our summoning from that banner if we do summon on it uh, next week because it's not in the game yet. Anyways, Eddie, uh, I've done enough rambling. <laughs> I'm going to pass it to you for you to pass it back to me because you didn't get it. You didn't do any summoning. You didn't uh, go on the mythic or legendary. Just my free summons. And I realized when you mentioned the double special heroes that I had some tickets from the quests and all. So as we're going, I'm kind of running through those tickets, but nothing. As of yet, on that ban on there, any of the banners running? Yeah. Well, so. I did. Uh, I did dive into the legendary slash mythic banner a little bit, just to see where I could get uh, either a legendary or a mythic, Eitri or or Thor, and I uh, ended up getting legendary Sigurd as I. Uh, and he was an off color one, right? Yeah, he was red. What was Eitri uh, and Thor were both green? So. Yeah. Um, I did not get Thor, but I did get Eitri, and at that stage, I'm like, um, I, I, I paused to see what Book 6 would bring, and uh, we'll talk about that banner just a little bit. We're not going to go into the details of the heroes, but uh, I'll have some more thoughts on on summoning there to give a little preview for next week. But yeah, uh, I did get Eitri. I have not had a chance to use her in battle yet, um, So or Legendary Sigurd for that matter, but uh, yeah, maybe if uh, maybe I'll have some time to do that this week. But um, we did have one little thing to talk about before we went into the calendar, which was a random YouTube video that Nintendo Mobile published, which is the uh, Chibi Playhouse. They say it's like a, they never really say it's a reenactment, but it's Veronica's story, but it's like a holiday playhouse thing. It was really odd. Yeah, I mean, kind of half sort of reenacts book one to some degree, and um but has a Christmas theming around it. Uh, Like I speculated if it was a tease of the next Tempest trial series, you know, expanding on book one, Uh, but turns out it was a tease for book six. 
uh, since that's expanding on book one, more or less, finally. Um, but we did get Christmas Bruno jumping in and helping out there at one point. So maybe he'll be part of the Christmas banner this year. Yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. So it might be a little bit of a preview of... of I uh, could Christmas be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure he was in a Christmas outfit. Yeah. In there. I think, well, it was definitely holiday slash Christmas themed. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if... Uh, like, shows are showing up on a giant reindeer and... Mm-hmm. I thought during the sort of battle thing, at one point, Bruno showed up in a Christmas outfit to help out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it, I watched it. It's four minutes of nonsense. It's really hard to understand, like, kind of, not, not hard to understand, but it was just like, what are they, what are we seeing here? It, it didn't, so maybe it's because book one was five years ago, but I'm watching this and I'm like, this feels like more of a fleshed out version of Veronica's story from book one. Sort of explaining, I mean, sped up in to a degree, fleshed out, but yeah, but it just felt yeah. like they were adding details that uh, weren't present in a good way, like kind of giving us more. Because it really does feel like, I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit, but it really feels like book six, as you said, is taking book one and giving us the proper sequel to that story because it really was dropped, um, it, not dropped, like it was dropped in favor of the other stories they were telling, but. There was always this like nod that we're going to get back to this. We're going to get back to this. So it might even feel like book six is almost like a drop of all the other storylines, which we should be used to at this point because they really, mm-hmm. <laughs> they really don't continue um, outside of book two, which has gotten a, a fairly fantastic continuation with uh, Ice and Flame. So I don't know. Yeah, these videos are weird. I they're not. Um, they're weird. I threw it on in the background, and yes, there's Christmas Bruno wielding a candy cane. There you go. Um, so maybe we'll get that as part of the Christmas banner. Who knows? But it is, yeah. It's, it's I mean, you say it's more fleshed out, but it's kind of less fleshed out because it only takes place of one thing. But it kind of explains a bit more than, you know, it kind of hints a bit more that Veronica's actions weren't 100% herself with the, you know, purple flame cane and when she has the giant, uh, you know, uh, giant reindeer, she's coated in purple, kind mm-hmm. of like the fallen heroes tend to be. So it kind of points out that, you know, it was kind of, to a degree, not herself, and, you know, as you found out through book one, that she was doing it, you know, partially as Bruno explained, because of Embla, and, you know, uh, she was lonely, so Embla, like, latched onto that to make, you know, bend her to do the, do it type stuff. We'll actually go into a bit more details in a few seconds about it as we go over what happened in the Fae channel, but before we get there, we do have a bunch of stuff coming up on the... Well, not a bunch of stuff, not much, just a couple days more of the calendar. Uh, tomorrow morning at Reset, we get that Ash and Moore banner, along with the Book 6 celebration stuff. Uh, if you're in West Coast, it'll be later today during Reset, but... Um, in the Awakening Forging Bonds, followed on the 8th by the Yenfei Grand Hero Battle. Skills Banner finishes out the calendar on the 9th with a new power banner for this update. And like the others, those are all um, East Coast 2 a.m. time frame. So if you're West Coast, just subtract a day there. Yeah, well, on those. If you're, if you're getting up at 11 o'clock, or you're still up, I guess you might be still up at 11. They will technically be live for you, but... Uh... 
I'm often up at 11. Yeah, I, I wish I had the energy to be up yeah. at 11, but I do not um, most no, days. Part of it is my work has me out till past 11 most days, even with me having shifted my schedule a little earlier than it used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm still up at 11 most days. Yeah. For yeah. at work. Yep. Well, I mean, let's look at, uh, we got a lot to talk about in our main topic here, which is obviously going to focus on book six, version 6.0 of the game, new heroes, all that fun stuff. So let's start off with the easy stuff, which was the pre-Fay Channel announcement of version 6.0, which is now live. And this is the more minor stuff that was uh, revealed ahead of time. Um, The Hero's Journey stuff is going to have new Christmas and holiday-themed events, uh, combat manuals. The five-star is going to be Christmas Nino and Christmas Erica. The four-star will be Erica, Oscar, Summer Leone, Chad, and Linehart. I don't know why I tripped on that one. Linhart? It's because it's Linhart, isn't it? Linhart. Yes, you said Linehart. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why. (laughs) <laughs> all right just just keeping everyone on their toes mainly me um weapon refinery we have new weapon skills and a refine for uh libra which will be get the inviolable axe uh new weapon refines include summer tiki young summer tiki uh nyla wall wallhart <laughs> and loki almost said walmart i know that's a callback I'm not sure if I stumbled during the calendar part, but the thing coming out on the ninth is the new power banner, and probably everyone but Walhart will be there. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, uh, Heroic Grails, you're going to have Sophia, which was a Tempest Trials unit, and Sedgar, which is a Grand Hero Battle unit. Yeah, these are the October ones, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, then we're going to have... Um, we're going to have Aether uh, uh, Raids and Mjolnir's Strike updates, so the standard sort of updates. And then uh, one other thing uh, that was added is uh, for the the book five ending movie can be seen in the main story menu. You're going to be able to click on a button to see that. Duo and harmonized heroes who have ended their turn but can still use their duo or harmonized skill will have a little green square underneath them on the map. And a note for iOS device users, version six will require iOS 13.0 or higher to play. Which I think is a, uh, I don't know in terms of um, uh, iOS devices, what's supported. I know Apple's been very good at trying to keep their current OS supported on many, many um, versions of their hardware. But I believe 13.0 would only be like the last two years of software. So keep that in mind if you're on an older device. My uh, phone, which is an 8, and my tablet, which is five, four or five years old, both can still play. So it's more generous than it used to be, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure in a couple updates they'll stop supporting my devices, and then I'll have to either upgrade or start losing stuff. But yeah, yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. I know Android certainly had its um, its cutoffs as well with the game, but it seems like it's iOS's turn. So keep that in mind if you have older devices, and uh, you uh, should be familiar with. With all that fun stuff. So uh, iOS 13 is now the lowest that will be supported by yeah. face. So um, that that's the easy stuff, but, uh, you know, the easy yes. and, and small stuff. But we have the big stuff now, which is fun. Yes, yes sir. We got the new Faye channel introducing book six. Uh, we started off the Faye channel with an intro movie for book six. Introduce, introducing our new protagonist, Ash. She's a beast unit who turns into a cow that shoots lasers out of her tail. 
in the retainer for the god Asker. We meet her as she falls to Zenith. Also appearing in Zenith is another wittily named character and one of the antagonists of the book, Elm, who is a retainer for Embla and here to cause trouble. We also get a glance at another potential enemy in the book for in Letizia, a member of the Emblem royalty who is like an older sister to Veronica but is further down the succession line, uh, with Faye giving us an ob- ominous con- comment about why that is, which kind of makes no sense if you understand how lines of royalty tend to work, although maybe it's just implying that Letizia is planning to move up the succession line. Ah. Uh, Hard to say for sure, but yeah, that is what we got. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm uh, so first things first. Like, I love the new key art, which you'll see when you boot up the game now. And yes. this story, at least what was is being presented to us in this intro movie, feels very much like a return to, as we said, a return to book one, but feels more like a traditional sort of Fire Emblem. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes rooted story like this is very much um, I think book two also had that I guess as well yeah I mean I'm not sure the other books would really feel out of place maybe book three and four with um, going to the realm of death in the world of dreams Mm -hmm. Uh, book five I felt you know kind of felt similar to other I mean I guess maybe not so much Fire Emblem Heroes because it was adding new stuff but it was back on Zenith not in some alternate world it was you know one country seeming to be evil and us fighting you know with other countries to stop them or fighting ourselves against them what wasn't it in a new world like it was in jotunheimer and whatnot nope nope oh. it was a previously unmentioned alternate country of nidvalir was attacking asker and then we went to try and figure out why and stop them and we also met went to jotunheim jotunheimer as well where we met Dogger and uh, not, yeah, you know they were all in our world theoretically, but different countries within it. So, well, I'll say this: I think that uh, I am, I, I am liking the story they're they're laying out here. We're gonna get some more Asker and Embla stuff, uh, specifically their their dragon gods. Finally, getting to the Pokemon of Fire Emblem. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, Ash, the character from the oh. Pokemon, <laughs> I was like, red and blue, and yeah. I believe uh, it was Oak in the first game, so Elm was the second game, I think. Right, but Professor Elm. The tree named Professors. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, now I understand. I thought, like, oh, man, I guess there is Ash trees, so maybe that's where he's getting his wood sort of theme here but i think that uh i'm i'm really looking forward to the story i think it's it's certainly portraying veronica as now on our side um she's content to work with us although what sorry go ahead uh, no no i think we were heading in the same direction i think that it'll be interesting to see what letizia wants with everything going on like is she is she the reason that veronica was fighting asker or continuing to fight asker is Letizia going to be introduced as like the replacement to Veronica being the bad person on well, the Emblem side? I, I mean, know. as the movie showed us, we're going to have to deal with uh, Veronica again because Elm takes control of her with the, you know, with her blood or whatever, you know, because we see first she helps us and then she starts attacking us after Elm hits her with a beam or whatever. 
yeah. surrounds her in flames, and she's surrounded by color, you know, fire the same color that he hit her with. So, you know, against her will, she's kind of similar to what we've seen in the um, Tempest Trials between Niffle and Muspel, where, you know, Embla has given Elm the power to control those who have his blood or whatever, which this also explains why Bruno ran for a bit of why Bruno ran from us before the game started. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I wonder if, I wonder if this will sort of fill in a little bit of backstory as to why Asker is so evil. Cause again, it's probably coming down to these two gods fighting, which, which is very much like, uh, usually, well, I was going to say is kind of the, the backbone of the fire emblem, stories like there's always a, there's always some gods fighting and of you know uh i think that was more um shadows of lentia gods or dragon like gods but yeah yeah so i i'm looking forward to seeing i mean obviously we'll have the the you know the start of this story in just a day or so and i like um i like the characters they're introducing here i i want to see more of asker i want to see more of embla like keep us in um the book one world uh, flesh out those characters. So like, uh, I'm all for this. I mean, if anything, like you said, Asker and Embla are more of the traditional Fire Emblem thing where dragons who are viewed as gods are doing stuff in affecting the world of mortals. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, Faye has really gone a little out of the way with Loki and Thor who don't seem to be actual dragons but are gods true you know in hell you know so yeah non-draconic gods appearing now yeah well i mean um it'll be interesting to see how the characters uh are introduced and see how you know the start of book six will start but i'm i'm really looking forward to it and we'll report back uh next week once we've had a chance to experience the kickoff to the story um also announced uh, was the book six introduction banner, which is Ash and Moore. Coming with Ash, we have a bunch of awakening heroes in the Ash and Moore banner, along with other methods surrounding the release of book six. We will go over the heroes in more details next week, but on the banner, we of course have Ash, who will return in the legendary banner at the end of this month. Priam, Flavia, and Basilo, uh, all on that banner alongside Ash. Yen Fei is the Grand Hero Battle Unit, and Muriel joins from the quests that are launching with the Book 6 celebration in just a day or so. So yeah. I'll say this. I, I saw these heroes outside of Ash, um, obviously being introduced as a new hero. All the Awakening characters are like, who? I don't I don't know these characters. I, I remember F- Flavia and Basilio, especially, you know, they had such boisterous personalities. You know, I'm surprised you managed to forget them, but. I don't Which know. You kind of see in their characters, but <laughs> it's you know Especially what? Still a boisterous personality. I mean, they they were early game uh, opponents, and they I don't think they join you until paralogs at the end or whatever, or spot pass stuff later on. True. So I remember, um, I remember Muriel uh, from uh, yeah, from the game. She was throughout the entire game as a playable character. Yeah, one of your early mages and. I think the thing about Awakening is probably more of a sign that that we we likely do need to get around to Awakening for Game Club. It's it's certainly the biggest uh, gap in what we've we have not touched. I, I know we 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 went to Blazing Blade, we went to Conquest and Fates and such, but it feels like Awakening is that biggest one that we like could play but haven't yet, and we just haven't touched it. But 
I I know premium premium premium. Uh, I was looking into him a bit because of his. He says like, oh, I'm descended from the hero of the radiant hero, and I looked into it a bit. And um, not only does that tell us that Tellius and the Marth games sort of are in the same world, but different continents. I didn't realize that. But uh, he is, he does. Is that what it tells us, or is it just that maybe because by this point they had act they had let it, you know they had sorry they had built into the story the Dragon Gates, so maybe he came from the world that Tellius came from, lived on. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, because I mean he does. I guess he's a spot pass. He, he carries character. a version of Ragnell. Yeah, he was a spot pass. He doesn't appear in the main story, but he appears in a. Side story, a bonus character added through Spot Pass. Um, you know, the system they used back then and downloadable extra character that was free, I believe. You know. So Spot Pass, because again, like for those that might not have played the 3DS games or the 3DS in general, that was like the, um, the, the 3DS was always on. And like when you pass somebody or you went to a McDonald's, it would like do a little download. So- that's where when they label it as spot pass, it throws me off a bit. I don't think that's what spot pass was. Okay. Um, I believe that feature, or maybe it was also part of spot pass. That feature was when you pass by other players, you had a, their teams would appear in your game. If you had the street pass features on, um, I believe that's what they called it on the 3ds. So street pass stuff is when you pass another person playing Awakening, they'd have a team they built up that would appear in your world similar to the way the random opponents of Awakening. Uh, The Spot Pass stuff, I believe, was a connection to online, the internet, that once a week or once every couple weeks, they would release a paralog, a new paralog, with a new character in it, as well as a bunch of hero cards that you could get or purchase or stuff like that with other older heroes. But the paralogs were story-based chapters with characters that would join your army as part of the story, not as Einherjar or Einherjar or whatever they call them. The kind of half-ghostly characters that didn't have a full, you know, voiced aspect and interaction aspect. They were just, you know, characters based off of former heroes like Lin and such. Yeah, I do remember those. So I mean, these these characters will uh will be on the banner and and available through Grand Hero Battle and and whatnot. If uh the trailer that we got uh showed that Ash's intro and her picture on the um the feature art is more than just uh or key art is more than just for her. It's actually a new way they're introducing heroes, which was kind of cool. I'm I'm really looking forward to a new book. I feel like uh, this one is heading back to familiar territory, but and and story, and um, I am excited. I'm excited to to get my hands on some of these heroes and play the story. So, but we don't. We have lots more to talk about because uh, obviously with the Fate Channel, they they had more to say. Um, but we are celebrating the launch of Book Six as well as uh, yeah. To celebrate the launch of Book 6, like they usually do in Faye, a bunch of events are going to be running for the next two weeks, including a login bonus for Dragonflowers and Divine Scrolls 2, a set of quests for various rewards, including two copies of Muriel, uh, double XP and SP, as well as a round of Aether Raids quests. 
Uh, one additional thing for book six that is already live with the update is there is a new castle design based on the Emblian castle. Yep. And it prompts you as soon as you boot up the game. You might have already seen it uh, it if you want to switch it. It gives you a preview of it and asks if you want to switch to it. Yeah, I did that. And I feel like the last time I changed my castle design was the last time it gave me that prompt. And uh, I got to say, the the Emblian Castle looks really cool. I really like it. I I initially uh, said no. And then after going back to the old design, I was like, you know, it actually was kind of cool. So maybe I will switch to it. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, but. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, the big addition was um, the live PvP. A new mode called Summoner's Duels has been added to the game. It's available right now. In addition to the book six info, uh, the Fey channel brought us some additional features, including the addition of live PvP in the form of Summoner Duels. In this mode, you select a favored hero and form a team of four others, which you take into a turn-based synchronous duel against another summoner. That's that's the keyword there, synchronous. This is the first synchronous mode, I think, that we've gotten in this game. Everything else has been sort of, well, not sort of, it has been asynchronous. Um, the battle takes place over five turns with six rounds each. During each round, you get to move one hero and abilities and features that give a character a second move in the turn, use up a round. If you dance a unit or have Gale Force, it counts towards your six actions for the turn to move them a second time. So no dancer is giving a unit five extra moves in a turn. You get points per turn based on certain factors. If you defeat an enemy unit, you get points, and there is a, a grid on the battlefield where at the end of the turn, if one side has two more units in it than the other side, they will get two points. So there's sort of like taking out your enemies but also like a king of the hill aspect to this so important to keep in mind um there is a video showing a match between alphonse and veronica on the nintendo mobile youtube channel if you want to watch more about that it's a 15 minute video it's very drawn out but it will give you a very good idea of how this mode works um and complete with reinhardt narrating apparently yeah i I yeah yes that is a thing, um, I I mean Reinhardt didn't have voice acting before Fire Emblem Heroes, so it's kind of like I don't think that's part of the meme. I thought the meme of Reinhardt was just the smiling Reinhardt. So the fact that they're like, oh, and Re- you'll never guess who's narrating, and it's like, is is Reinhardt's voice part of that meme? I thought it was just like smiling reinhardt i might be wrong maybe no, but i think they're just bringing you know capitalizing on reinhardt's abnormal popularity because of smiling reinhardt you know they got the voice actor in to voice them for the game so why not use them for other stuff sometimes right well there you go yeah well i i'm sure a lot of people were excited to see this uh we're gonna get a bit more time with the new mode and we'll cover it uh in more detail next week there are also some practice modes you can play against random opponents or even specifically against friends where you can mess around with the rules of what is allowed in the battle. So keep that in mind if you want to test it out before you start facing off against uh, randos on the internet. I'm uh, not sure about PvP. I'm already terrible at Arena, and I feel like if I go into a live PvP setting, I'm just going to get mopped. Um I don't know. I mean, the good thing that I forgot to write up, uh, the good thing is that whether you win or lose, you still get favor with your f- favorite hero, the leader of your team. So there is that. Yeah. Um, 
and of course during the Fae channel there was a small demo battle between apparently Faye and Phoenix and Faye of course got an early lead, got overconfident and lost as is standard for her. Yeah. Yeah, like you I'm not sure how much I'll personally touch the mode. I'll probably get Lissa up to a thousand to get all the rewards, but probably not touch it after that. You know. And it did clarify in the notes that the favor rewards are per account, not per unit or per hero. So the highest, the hero with the highest gets the reward. After that, it's just, you know, there. Yeah. But the rewards do include a, a form of soul in there. I didn't oh, notice. That's really cool. So yeah, that's. And I mean, it, may, it would make sense that they are per account based. That the rewards would be per account. Um, they do say they're going to add more, though, right? So there have been some modes where you know it's character based as opposed to account based, but yeah, you know that's primarily the dragon flowers and stuff. But yeah. yeah, they do say there is the potential to add a higher cap later on, just like with hero merit. Yeah. So I think when you look at this mode, it's probably got to be the most requested feature across the board like give me the ability to face off against my friends i know you can you could queue up arena battles against your friends yeah one quick correction earlier there is no asynchronous modes in Faye right now the arena ether raids all that uh, is against computer against ai yeah you're uh, you're absolutely so right there's no that's i misspoke asynchronous implies you're still doing live pvp just you know, I actually would prefer this better if it was asynchronous, where it's like you make your turn and then, you know, it sends it to your opponent and then, you know, you get a message. Hey, your turn. it's your turn. You have, you know, 24 hours or 10 hours to respond or you'll forfeit the battle. You know? Yeah, I think that would be my preferred way as well, because it would allow me to say uh, Hero Academy comes to mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, with, I, with this mode, you have to set aside a chunk of time depending on how long the battle will take, which until you've played a couple rounds, you don't know how long that'll be to sit there and play against them. So, yeah, I feel like an asynchronous mode, which could likely come down the road. I think there's more um, infrastructure and, and programming required for an asynchronous mode because you have to store yeah, it. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if we see that coming to this mode later on, you know. Yeah. Asynchronous favor duels. And it might only be a friend battle option. Yes. Which I would be okay with. I, I think that uh, that that it, that would be a really good addition for playing as playing against friends, playing against people on your, your friend list. Because I again, like I think queuing up against randoms. Uh that's fine for a live PvP synchronous mode, because like you feel like you're gonna you're you're both opting in, but like I don't see myself setting okay, Eddie. I, I, well, I could see myself testing it out against you or some listeners on the uh, of the show, but I I don't see myself like continuously. I could see situations where a pair of friends who you know are naturally have their own little competitions going on set aside weekly duels in summoner duels. Where, you know, let's see who has the better teams and do it on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. But just randomly sitting around at home, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel up to Hey Ryan, you on? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you wanna battle? <laughs> type thing. 
Yeah. Well, just don't do it after 11 p.m. Once maybe to test it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, and there is that with sleep schedules, with the way the world is no longer, you know, your friends are the ones you sit around at a bar with or at a coffee shop with. They're, you know, you have your friends over in, uh, you know, England or uh, Hawaii, and you're here on the East Coast, so time zones could mess with everything and sleep schedules. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll lock in a prediction right now. I could see in the next, in 2022, we get an asynchronous update to Summoner's Duels. I feel like this is, this has been a mode long time coming, and I feel like it's a mode that Intelligent Systems is going to be keen to support and and just make better over time because it, it has been such an often requested feature. So, Yeah. I hope you're right, and I am not going to speak my fear to not bring it into the universe. <laughs> yeah, I can totally understand that side of it as well. So. But aside from that, another new feature added is the new profile cards. Uh, the Fate Channel also introduced profile cards that will be shown to others and will allow you to give various details that you want your opponents and friends uh, to know, such as your favorite land from the FE games, or as they call it, your home base. Uh, your playstyle, as well as the top three heroes you have used in Summoner Duels, uh, as well as your hero catalog completion and the number of crowns and uh, your current arena rank and all those details. Uh, you also get to select the design of the border and colors of both the card and the border. So that's a cool little feature. I went in and fiddled around with it a bit, set up my border design and coloring choices. Yeah. I haven't done this so. yet. I'll have to pop in and yep. it, it seems like a natural addition to the game now that you have sort of a live PvP. So it has built a um automatic profile card based on basic rules. And if you don't want people random people to know your uh profile ID, you probably want to get in there and make sure you set that to private. Right. Uh so would they only see that if you're facing them in Summoner's Duels though? Like you I believe so, and I don't know if they're going to give you the option to add a friend at the end of a summoner's duel, so it may be kind of a pointless thing. I don't know how, other than being on your friends list or facing you in a summoner's duel or maybe even arena battle, you'll see their cards, and so, you know, but if for some reason you, and I opted to put it private just because, uh, if for some reason, you know, I guess they could copy it and post it somewhere and, you know, not sure why, but who knows what crazy people will do at times. Hmm. So it looks like it's opt opt into private. Cause I was like kind of selecting a few yeah. people's profile. You have cards. to opt out of public. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Opt out. So there you go. Well, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have to, that, that's what I was warning. If you want it private, make sure you go into your profile card. Even if you change nothing else and set it to private. Because, yeah. yeah, I was reading through and it says it's automatically set to public, which might get a bit of a backlash or complaint. But like I said, most of the modes when you face other players, whether it's, you know, this new synchronous mode or the you're facing an AI version of their team, uh, they give you the option to add them at the end. So I'm not sure how much this actually affects. Although maybe the people who add you that way don't have your code and can't give it to other people. I have no and idea. if you don't want it out there like that, it's, you know, 
Weird situation. Probably doesn't matter whether it's public or private, but I opted to go to private just for I will, the fun of it. I will say this. <laughs> on that note, uh, I obviously get a lot of friend requests just from Arena. Um, like my, I don't think my ID's out there. Like if people want to be friends with us in the game, join the Discord. Happy to throw out our uh, throw out my ID there. At least I know we both have done that. Oh yeah, for those in the Discord and you know, listening to someone call, I have no problem throwing it out there like that. It's just I don't know. There's something about it. This being this mode that I can't, this thing that I have limited control on, where it goes out. I want to hide the actual numbers of my ID. Yeah. But, but I'll say this, uh, I had someone add me, it must have been from an arena, because that's where I, I get a, a lot of random requests. And um, some I would, every so, once in a while, I would have, uh, you know how at the, uh, when you open up the game and you, you have people visiting like from your friends list, your, their summoner will show up or, or their favorite hero. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone's like banter text was pretty vulgar. <laughs> and... Uh, and and I don't know I I have no idea how they how they were able to keep keep it online. I figured it was like oh they're gonna get like flagged for this you know no problem. But like months would months had gone by and and the, and every time that person would pop up the text was there. They're my summer unit. They would have a vulgar text. Yeah, They'd send that. Wow. Yeah. So I I had to go unfriend them because I'm just like I don't I don't need to see. It. it wasn't like anything crazy. You know, like it wasn't like oh they had a swear word in there. It was just like uh, yeah you. You figured out how to slip something by the sensors, uh, and you know, mm-hmm. good for you. But like, I don't, I don't need to see this every couple couple weeks, <laughs> you know, because I'm I'm right. in the game every day, right? So, yeah. Um, if there's yeah. a way for them to report something like that, that's about the only way something like that's going to get caught because they have certain things already blocked off. So mm-hmm. if someone figured out a way around those, you know, they're not going to catch it. So. For me, I couldn't. Fi- I barely figured out how to unfriend them, so uh, I, or even find them on the friends yeah. list because I I must have added a bunch of people just accidentally or or just yeah. accepted friends requests. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I did it. I I have a a big friends list just because they were allowing you to pull heroes from friends in certain modes. So I figured like, oh, if I add these folks, I'll be able to use their super high powered units. And my friends list isn't curated, and to try to go in there and curate would just be. I'd end up removing someone that that may have added us through the show, because we've been doing this for a while, and so I'd, I've I've just I've left it. But the only time I've had to trim it was just seeing someone's um, summoner message was just like, okay, guys, like, yeah, good. Yeah, good for you. I I've gone back, especially when I was capped out. I'd go back and trim it. Who for people who haven't been on in over a month or something like that, or maybe it was multiple months. If they haven't been on for multiple months. I would drop them. Uh, the only ones I would keep that hadn't been on for a while are those I recognize the names of. Uh, even then, if I wasn't paying full attention, I might have accidentally deleted them. So if any listeners had stopped for a while and come back because of the new live PvP stuff, uh, feel free to double-check if I'm there. And if not, feel free to re-add me. And if you need me, need the info, yep. hit us up in Discord, because I'm willing to share that in there. But uh, I'll say this as well. I think that uh, I'm noticing on my friends list, if you click on somebody who's been away for more than four weeks, which is essentially code for they have not played the game in a while, um, their card is automatically set to private. So I think you have to like enter the game with version 6.0 to have it. Um, That's good. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about having to go. Yeah. Although if you're already not playing and haven't <laughs> played in over a month, then 
Yeah. You know, you could pile up friend requests all you want and it's not going to affect anything because you're not touching the game. Yeah. So. Well, we spent a lot on a lot more on that than I thought we would, but uh, it was a good, yeah. good discussion on profile cards. I did, I have to go in and set it up, but it looks cool. But uh, the last uh, little tidbit from the Faye channel that we're going to go over is, um, is a smaller one. Also announced in the Faye channel is that we are getting some more updates to filtering and sorting your heroes. This includes the ability to search by version, which I believe shows like a book number on on the little Essentially, portrait. Um, maybe, it, maybe it does that on the portrait, but like uh, the book number is the, you know, version, first uh, number of the version as we've known for a while because this is 6.0 update. And then because they do the new book update in the in December... Uh, for the rest of them, other than the point zero, the month is the second number. So six point one will come out in January, as it has been since two point one, oh. and so on and so forth. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, you're right. So it is. It is literally the version number, uh, and and it does correspond to the book, but the month might yes. be off based on, huh? Yeah, like one yeah. point. So that's interesting. I I. That's kind of a neat addition. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. If you're ever wondering how old or how recent your favorite hero is, you can now sort it out and see. Yeah, that's really cool. So check that out. Also add is the, is the uh, Specialized Heroes, Legendary Mythic Duo, Dancer, and such. So that's kind of an an interesting addition as well. That that just sorts it. It doesn't give like an icon to showcase whether it's a duo or, or whatnot. So um, yeah. Yeah, so that is basically the Fate Channel. I mean, I know we're going to go more over the heroes in more detail next week and try to get some time with Summoner's Duels. Uh, so stay tuned for that. A good chunk of content to go over, but more to discuss next week. All right. Before we jump out of here, because that, that took up uh, a good chunk of our time, I did want to remind everybody that, yes... Uh, our special discussions for Fire Emblem Warriors will continue in December. Um, we, we're going to do one. We're going to aim for the week of December 20th. Uh, we don't have a calendar right now. So if something like schedule wise has to bump that, uh, we will certainly announce a new date next week because I'm sure we'll have our calendar by next episode. So on the week of December 20th, we're going to be focusing on Shadow Dragon characters plus Lynn. Uh, she's going to be our odd character out this uh, month and in terms of story we're looking at chapters 14 right up until the end game so if you're playing alongside us then that's uh that's where we're at and this is our second to last uh segment of fire emblem warriors like early january before we start the new whatever wins the game club for next year we'll go over rowan liana and our overall thoughts of the game after replaying through all of it yeah so yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in. I, I've taken a bit of a break, but I need to jump back in. Um, I will uh, we'll, we'll we'll end the show with a little bit of extra life as well. Uh, if you can go to bit.ly/slash/extra-life-ryan, that's where you can donate to vote for our game club. It's ten dollars per game vote, and you can stack those. Right now, we don't have any votes in for our game club, our first game club of 2022. However, we do have about $90 raised towards our $200 goal of playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions. And um, I'll say this, I, I, I bought the game. Uh, we were talking about it last week. 
I wanted to basically pick it up on sale, but I wanted to kind of like invest in it as well because I, I I have a good feeling that uh, we'll be able to hit this goal because we are we are running out of time. It's almost the end of December. That's uh, that's when donations are cut off for this incentive. But um, uh, Eddie and I plan to do a little bit of a preview at some point before uh, it gets too late in the year of our Tokyo Mirage sessions. Um, game club so maybe we'll do prologue and and maybe a little bit of chapter one i've I've played i've played prologue and dipped into chapter one and i certainly have some thoughts so we'll uh we'll plan to do a preview of a tokyo mirage sessions game club some point in december before uh it gets too late for our extra life promotion so bit.ly slash extra life ryan um and I'm also stating that because I know uh, Eddie will probably need to jump back into that game because it's probably been a few years since you played it, right? It, it came out. Played it when it first came out. I think that was like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Whatever year we got the uh, Tokyo Mars Sessions banner in January, I believe that was the year it came out. And played it then and haven't really touched it since then. Technically, I never even finished my original playthrough, so... Yep, def- I re-downloaded it, so I'll have to hop in. Uh, like, I also need to hop back into Warriors for a couple weeks. Uh, most likely, um, you know, if we're going to do the uh, teaser uh, in December, I probably will have to do both of those before we discuss Warriors on the 20th. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out, and uh, we'll certainly, uh, well, I think you'll know when you listen to the episode, because we'll, uh, we'll be talking about it. Unless something momentous happens, just a heads up, the December 20th episode will probably be our last episode of the year. Uh, Don't know for sure. You know, if something crazy happens, we'll have to try and figure out a way to fit one in between Christmas and New Year's. But yeah, as of right now, that is the plan of taking the week off between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. And we'll certainly announce plans as we know them. We should know more. Uh, and once that calendar's out, we'll know more for sure. So uh, definitely keep that in mind. But uh, definitely head over to bit.ly slash Extra Life Ryan if you want to have your uh, choice of game club uh, thrown in there and also have us play Tokyo Mirage Sessions in 2022. So look forward to that. You can also visit us on the web, gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. You can check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. Find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drellfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers in for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning.